Greetings, good people, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Check, Please. I am his lady and your hippie homegirl, Ari, and this, my friends, is Grown Women Business mini-series episode five. Yes, we are back in business. We are back and better than ever. I do apologize for the brief hiatus. I wanted to share something with you guys before we start, but let me get into my intro and all that good stuff first. So first and foremost, I want to thank any first-time listeners. I do appreciate your presence so very much. I hope that you will listen to some previous episodes, lots of dope information, lots of great tips, awesome reminders just to kind of let you know about yourself and how to tune in and to check in with your frequency, make sure that you're feeling good. And acknowledge if you are not in a space of feeling good and how to always be moving forward in that positive but truthful and honest energy, right? And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you so much for rocking with your girl, Ari. And I do appreciate your presence so very much. I hope that we get to connect this year on just some different things. I plan on having a couple of of situations where hopefully we'll be able to chat it up and, you know, just establish a real connection because I do appreciate your presence so very much. With that said, y'all, I definitely skipped over the month of February and I just want to let you know why. So January, the end of January, rather, me and my husband purchased our first home. So yay, super exciting. Listen, I don't even have my stuff set up or I would definitely hit myself with the um clap, okay? Audience, clap it up. Like, so super exciting, so super grateful to have that experience and to be able to just provide a better and safer environment for me and my family. We are absolutely ecstatic. So all that to say, February, let me tell y'all where my time was delegated. Two weeks were delegated to painting the house from top to bottom between me, my husband, and my father-in-law. Shout out to him and shout out to my husband as well. We were able to paint this entire house ourselves, okay? This um, contractor tried to quote us some ridiculously exorbitant price and we were like, "Mm, challenge accepted. Absolutely not. So we definitely took the time and me being in my whole artist bag and my husband as well, we got this done, okay? And then the other two weeks, were spent moving everything. Y'all, I did not realize that in our little two-bedroom apartment, we had a plethora of things. And mind you, I threw stuff away. I'm getting rid of things left and right. And we still had an overabundance of things, okay? So I spent the last two weeks getting that situated. So I do apologize for the delay, but we are back. And hopefully next time I'll have my equipment all set up. But I don't know if you hear a difference in the um in the room and everything, but oh new energy, who this? Let's go. So I'm feeling good. I'm in my um in my office right now and I'll have my whole little setup set up hopefully by the next episode. If not, y'all still gonna get this work, so it's fine. But anyway, we are going to Get into our next episode, which, like I said, is Grown Women Business Episode 5, mini-series Episode 5. And it's actually going to be a couple of different parts to this particular topic, just because I feel like it's a little bit deeper to um, just try to break down in one 
um, foul swoop. So we're going to probably break it up into three different parts. And I actually will have a guest or possibly two um, just kind of discussing their viewpoints regarding this particular topic. What is that topic you say? Well, first and foremost, I want to welcome my ladies. I appreciate you so much for being here. And fellas, I thank you for being here as well, especially if you're just tuning in and just want to get a woman's perspective about certain things. Because um, on the other side of this particular series, I mean, y'all the ones who have to pretty much deal with whatever we got going on anyway, right? So always good to check in and tune in and just kind of see the perspective, just get a different uh, thought or even just have an understanding of what our minds do sometimes when it comes to certain things, right? But but I am addressing my ladies in the forefront. So ladies, I want to tell us all not to let survivor's guilt ruin future success with love and relationships. If you are not in a situation or a position to where you want to be in a successful relationship or you are actively seeking a love uh, or companionship type of a relationship, then obviously I'm not speaking to you. You can definitely tune in. You can definitely take note for future reference. But I'm talking to my ladies who are having a difficult time with maintaining relationships because of what survivor's guilt has done to them. Now, first of all, I want to just be very, very clear. Regardless of whatever it is that you're striving to do or accomplish in your life, relationships will never, and I mean never, be perfect. You know why? Because we are not perfect, right? But if you are wanting something and you are wanting, you are seeking companionship or you are just basically even if you, even if you're in a relationship and you feel as though you know there are certain things that you could maybe do better i want you to tap in because this could be something that um applies to you right so first of all we got to break down what survivor's guilt actually is and when i say survivor's guilt it's a very simple thought it's ultimately you suffering from not fully forgiving yourself for your past bad decisions, right? Now, what exactly does that mean? Well, in a lot of situations, if you think about how we are as people and how we operate as far as what we are, you know, designed to do, sometimes we make bad decisions and we don't acknowledge said bad decisions. So all of a sudden, the the burden and the blame only falls on one party. It doesn't fall on both parties. But ultimately, a lot of times we have those flags, those blaring red flags, those red alarms that we see, hear, feel, and we don't acknowledge them because we think he's cute or we think she's cute, depending on what you got going on in your life. And you decided that this was something that you're willing to try. This is something that you're willing to uh, pretty much suffer in silence through. This is something that you're willing to give uh, your energy to. And I'm talking about the relationship when I say this is something. So basically, you are involving someone in your life. You are allowing someone in 
And basically, you know just as well as the sky is blue that they have no business being there. You go through these ups and downs. You go through this trauma. You go through these, you know, topsy-turvy relationships. And then when it's all said and done and you knew better from the door, all of a sudden, everything falls on that person. They did this. They did that. They did that. They they. And you never take a time to acknowledge yourself. And then you go to the next relationship and it's the same thing. You know, I don't know what happened, this, that, and the third. Oh, he, 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 this, that, and the third. You want to place blame, but you are not taking into account the things that you saw that you didn't acknowledge or that you decided to ignore. The person who you knew did not want to be in a relationship the way you needed them to be in a relationship for you, for you guys to have a successful relationship, but you wanted to give it a whirl anyway. A lot of times we end up in situations where we want to save someone, you know, we want to be fixing people up because we we feel as though we're undeserving of, you know, a certain type of love because of the things that we've done in our past or the, or the, the decisions that we've made in the past, you know? What I mean when I really break it down is this. There should never be a time where you are entertaining someone solely because you think that you like them liking you enough to tolerate them. Do you understand what I'm saying? There should never be a time where you are allowing someone in your space, you are allowing someone to access your energy just for the sake of being liked or just for the sake of your thought of companionship, but that person does not even know you well enough to hold themselves, let alone you, in a regard of actually being a companion, right? What that breeds is dysfunction, What that allows is for your energy to be utilized by someone who does not deserve it. And what it does is it sets you back when it comes to what you feel like you should be having in a successful relationship. A lot of times, once again, we like to try to get into situations where we can fix people. Well, you know why we like to fix people a lot of times? Because we're broken ourselves. You don't want to pass judgment. You don't want to be too harsh. You want to give people a chance. Yeah, but the thing about it is not everybody deserves a freaking chance, okay? Let's be real. And when it comes to certain things like relationships, not only do you have to be fully invested, but you have to know who you're dealing with enough to know if it's going to work for you or not. You can't keep going into situations with the let's see mindset because that's going to not only waste your time, but it's going to waste your potential as far as what you think you should be having in a relationship. Not everybody gets access to you. That's the point. Not everybody is going to be a good fit. That's the point. Not everybody is for you to fix. That's the point. There are certain situations where you have to take into account what you could have possibly done differently the, the blaring red flags that you should have probably acknowledged way sooner so that you can get to a place of understanding and forgiveness for yourself. That survivor's guilt is a lack of you forgiving you. And I need you to, I need you to understand one thing very clearly. None of us are exempt 
from making bad decisions. You might make a bad decision tomorrow. But the point is, you have to have a takeaway and you have to learn and acknowledge what went wrong so you can understand how to better assist yourself going forward. It's not about dwelling. It's not about, oh, well, now I don't think I deserve anything because I have another notch on my belt of doing something wrong. No, you're going to make bad decisions. You're going to make mistakes in life because life is all about learning, right? The journey, not the destination, correct? But when it comes to making those decisions that did not benefit you, you have to take account. You have to take inventory so you're not continuously making those same decisions. So you're not continuing to attract the same type of person. And then you continuously have these faulty, half, you know, half-hearted relationships. And then you end up being burnt out with the idea or concept of love because you didn't do your due diligence. You didn't take into account what you need. Maybe you didn't even meet up to your own expectations because another bad decision might not be you taking on someone who isn't worthy. It might be simply you not being ready to take on an actual relationship. Because let me tell you, that happens as well, where the man is absolutely ready, or you're, I'll just say your partner is absolutely ready, you know, willing to go the extra mile, able to be there for you the way you need to be, you need someone to be there for you, you know, willing to take a risk on you, because let's be real, it's definitely an even playing field. They are taking a risk just like you are. And you're not ready. A lot of times when you are unhealed in your energy from a previous relationship, or like I said, previous bad decisions, that survivor's guilt will look like drama that's unnecessary. I'm going to tell you this. You should not be going into any new relationship triggered by something that happened previously. Do you know why? Because unless you're redating the same person, that person has nothing to do with the memory or event that took place prior to them. You cannot do that. Tr- being triggered by something lets you know that it's unhealed, that it has not been addressed to the point where you're able to move forward successfully. That's a you thing. That means you need to take a moment. Assess how you feel about things and figure out what you can do going forward to make sure that you do not continue to live in that cycle. Because guess what? That's a cycle. And that's a cycle where you're ultimately bringing in someone new who has nothing to do with that previous circumstance. Nothing. But it can look like triggering. It can look like trauma. It can look like you basically feeling a way about somebody who ain't even involved. And what is he supposed to do with that? He's only going to be patient for a time. And then that time will expire. And then it's going to be like, oh, she's tripping. Oh, no, she's wilding. Oh, no, she's bugging out. I'm really not on that like that. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I can't. Yeah, you know why? Because you haven't taken the time to unpack that baggage yourself. And it's not like you're letting him know, hey, I had some other things going on in life at a time. 
I'm, you know, just trying to get through it or what. That's where you need to maybe speak to a third party, maybe talk to a counselor, maybe speak to someone about whatever you have going on if you're not able to make that assessment yourself. Some people are not able to sift through everything that they have going on to be able to come out on the other side. That is okay. But seek help for yourself before you start involving people in your stuff. Why does why did why would you involve someone that you actually possibly could care about, like, love, invested in, who's invested in you, and not take the time to be the most best healed version of yourself? Now, when I say healed, I can't even really put a he- ed on it. It's you're always going to be healing, and healing is definitely a forever thing. And I say that all the time because you know why? It's still true. Okay, but the point is. You cannot be in a situation where you are allowing people in your space. You are, like I said, taking a risk or taking a chance on someone and you yourself are not in any position to receive them. You can't do that. Just like you should not be wanting to fix everyone. You know why? Because some people will let you try to fix them. Knowing good and damn well, they not only don't want to be fixed, but they want to steal your energy. So now you feel depleted and, you know, less than yourself. Self-love has to do with healing. You know why? Because in order to have the love that you believe you deserve for real, I'm not talking about the fantasy love that we see on TV where it's all, you know, roses and things and you have to really come to understand, hey, those are actors. This is a storyline and it's not real life and it's not always going to be shits and giggles. But in real life, in real time, when you're putting forth an actual effort to invest in someone else and and vice versa for them with you, You have to make sure that you're in a position to be able to receive this person. You have to be in a position to where you're able to actually build with this person. How can you move forward in any capacity at any time if you're not even over what happened to you last or maybe what happened to you a few relationships ago. And then you keep hitting this this wall and you're like, I don't know what's going on. Like I'm a quality person. I'm a good catch in this and the third. Okay. Have you acknowledged the bullshit that you might be on or that you were on at a time? Because guess what? If you don't, it will resurface and it will resurface with a new face. And the new face won't be yours. It'll be your partner. And then your the face will continue to change. And guess what? After everything is said and done, you might be the problem. Are we, are we being honest? Let's, let's be honest here. You might be the problem. It might not be the other person. Because at the end of the day, if that issue is recurring and the common denominator is you, what does that say? That's survivor's guilt right there where you just kind of settle for anything or you kind of just deal and accept anything because, you know, well, I don't want to judge anybody because I did X, Y, and Z. Okay, but guess what? You don't have to be your past if you don't want to be. You definitely need to acknowledge where you could have done differently, but you don't have to be your past. 
You can acknowledge what you did and you can move forward. Or you can acknowledge the, the role that you played in the demise of the relationship or whatever, the situationship, whatever. You know, even if it's something with a friend, friends would benefit. You have to take into account what went wrong. And if you really don't know, but you're actually curious and you're trying to just kind of get to a place of understanding, call up some of those people. If you don't have like absolutely burn bridge, like set it on fire, blew it up <laughs> type of a situation. If you're able to reach back out to them and kind of get an assessment. Okay. So obviously I'm not trying to do nothing else with you, but I do want to know like what happened, you know, what, what do you think we went wrong or, you know, is there anything that I, that you feel that I can work on? I mean, but let me tell you something, you got to be big, big, big gal draws to be able to do that. Okay. Because that's going to be an account from someone who probably no longer likes you like that. Who's going to give it to you raw and uncut. I'm not going to say it's for everybody. That is, (laughs) that is not the road for everyone. But if you're about that life and you really want to see what's what and you really want to take a, a real assessment of what's going on, because like I said, the common denominator at that point would be you, then I suggest you do that. The point is you have to get to a level of understanding so you can get to the point where you are actively healing yourself. You are actively taking into account being honest with yourself because that's the other thing. If you're not willing to be honest with yourself, I have no idea how you could include anyone else in your existence with you. No one, and I mean no one, can save you from yourself. No one. It doesn't matter how much money they have. It doesn't matter how much potential you have. No one can save you from yourself. And guess what? We're all in the same pool. We're all at the same party all involved when it comes to making bad decisions. But the point is, especially when it comes to relationships, for those of us who do have successful relationships, we had to take into account the nonsense we were on and move forward from that. We had to move forward. We had to be honest. We had to have perspective. We had to acknowledge what we could have done differently. We have to acknowledge what we didn't do. We have to acknowledge it might have been us. And then you start to actually build. And then you start to actually heal. And then you have to get to a point where you're a little bit more careful about who you let in. You're paying attention a little bit more. You're listening to what they're saying. It's not just like, oh, he likes me, so that's like, there's that. Like, he likes me, it's good. Like, as long as he likes me, because he has no idea that I've done this, 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 this. But the fact that he likes me and this is a new situation, because let me tell you about new. Just like when you buy new sneakers, just like when you buy a new whip, just like when you buy a new whatever. After a time, guess what? It won't be new anymore. That new car smell only lasts for a time. Those sneakers, once you wear them a couple of times, they're not new. They might start getting creases in them and things like that. All that to say, when it comes to a relationship, shit's going to get real eventually. And if you have your representative versus your actual self, and you're not being real and being honest about who you are, first of all, what does that say about trust? 
Because if you're not representing yourself properly, you're not being honest with who you actually are and the things that may or may not be conflicting within you. What does that say about trust? How is this person supposed to get to know you if you're not even representing yourself completely? How is this person supposed to trust you if you're not even showing up as who you actually are? Not who you say you are, who you actually are. Once again, that's a you thing. You need to figure that out. And you need to figure out why you get into these cycles of people basically falling for your representative. And then when the real you shows up, all hell breaks loose. And I'm not saying that that happens to, er- to you in every situation. But I guarantee you, if you haven't taken the time to acknowledge what you could do differently, you're going to get caught in the same cycles after a time. After that newness wears off, what do they say? Even when you get married, but even when you're not married, the relationship, that beginning part, what do they call it? The honeymoon phase. Once that honeymoon phase goes away and that survivor's guilt starts to, starts to seep in and you all secretive and doing the most and you know don't want anything to be found out about you and want to keep a web of lies and things like that. Yeah, y'all know we do that from time to time or have the capability to do that because you might be like, no, I don't do that. Okay, so you keeping a G all the time? All right, we'll see. So what's your track record like when it comes to relationships? Are you, you know, the culprit or are you the one getting done dirty? Because that's also something you need to assess. It doesn't matter. Let, let, let's be clear about this too. When it comes to survivor's guilt, it's not just about what you did wrong. Because you might have done everything right for the wrong person. It still applies. And then you end up once again, oh, well, this person's different. I want to help them. I want to be there. I want to, I want to, I want to. And I understand why people will take, 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 take when you need someone to give. Okay? It's the same thing. It's still a trauma bond. It's still a trauma response. And it's going to be a trauma relationship. And the thing about it is, more than anything else, you have to love yourself to know what you deserve, what you're worthy of, so that you can be very selective about who is allowed in your space, who has access and is deserving of your energy. It's important for you to know that. It is important for you to make that distinction going into any situation. That's why I talk about expectations and things like that. Are you meeting your own expectations? Because you have a laundry list of things for somebody else to be able to do for you or be able to do or be able to be rather. Do you meet those same requirements? Are you actually being, you know, the the strong, savvy, you know, go-getter that that you believe yourself to be? Or are you being a, a, a mat because you don't want anyone to feel bad or you don't want to feel, you don't want them to be feeling like they're judged? Let me tell you something. For some of these, you know, I was about to drop an MF. For some of these people out here, <laughs> you need to be judging them, okay? They have no business in your space. 
you have no business in their space. They have no business having access to you. If you want to make it to where everybody's equal and it's all love and all that kind of stuff, let me tell you something. You're going to get hurt every single time because not everyone is deserving. But that's a level of discernment you have to have based on you knowing your own worth. Survivor's guilt comes in many different facets. It's not just bad decisions or it's not just, it's basically things from the past that you have yet to acknowledge could have been done differently. Because like I said, you could be doing everything right for the wrong person. You could be doing everything right and the timing is just not where it needs to be. You could be doing everything right. They could be doing everything right. And guess what? The connection is not real. It's many different things. We have to get out of a situation where we're so involved and enthralled in people liking us that we're not actually taking into account what this relationship is going to need in order to be built properly in order for it to actually go forward and be a success. Because when I tell you relationships are work, you know that. You know why? Because any relationship is work. But when you're actually actively deciding to have someone in your personal space to actually build with that person, you have to involve them, which means they need to know enough about you to be able to move forward with whatever it is that they do and whatever it is you do together as a collective, right? A lot of times people be in relationships and they be, in two, they be two individuals individualizing, <laughs> but want to be like in a communal space. Like, how does that work? It's, it's supposed to be a, an us thing, right? Not a you and them thing. So you have to take into account all of these things when you're, when you are actively deciding that you are ready and suited for a relationship. But more than anything, nobody, and I mean nobody, man or woman, should be picking up where you left off with a new face. Okay? If you're picking up where you left off, that's another survivor's guilt tactic. Let me tell you something. You can't pick up where you left off if it's a new relationship, okay? If you want to ever try to pick up where you left off and it's basically just a filler, you just have a new body, you need to try to work it out with whoever you were dealing with prior. Because at the end of the day, that is who you are connected to and that is who you are trying to reestablish energy with. Do not involve anybody new in your old bullshit, okay? Now, y'all, I'm going to tell you this. I actually stopped using <laughs> foul language, right? So I'm really working on that. But I, I, I just, you know, you got to just tell it like it is. And that right there is some absolute bullshit. I'm going to say it again. You cannot be involving anybody new in your old mess. It just doesn't work like that. That is one of the things that should let you know you are not in a place to receive anybody new. Okay? New face will not give you the safety you need. A new body will not give you anything that you need if you are not in a position to be able to receive that person. And more than anything, would you want somebody doing that to you? Because that's the real thing. Would you want someone involving you in their stuff and they're not even in a position to be able to receive you and everything that you come, you and all your splendor, right? 
you and all your splendor. They just involve in you because they like the way you look and they like the idea of you being around. So you basically out here being a placekeeper because somebody decided that they didn't want to heal themselves enough to be able to actually build with you, but they want you around. Where? No. That has to do with a lack of trust. and That is an internal situation that needs to be addressed. We have got to do better as a collective because guess what? There are full capabilities for people to be in solid, building, beautiful bonds, relationships, whatever you want to call it, civil unions, whatever. Everything does not have to end in marriage. That's first. But more than anything, you have to remember who you are, what you bring to the table, and what you are willing to deal with, what you are willing to tolerate. And it should not ever be everything. You are not going to be able to tolerate any and everyone. And guess what? Not everyone should have the option of dealing with you. Be selective, be protective, but more than anything, check yourself first. I cannot stress that enough because you'll end up being in these vicious cycles where your success rate is literally in the negatives, but people got a chance to experience you. Sex is not a filler. Sex is not a placekeeper. Sex will only hold it down for a time. So don't get caught up in that either. Because that's another trauma response. You can't fuck your way through anything. You can't sex your way out of anything. You have got to make sure you're doing the internal work first. Being in a relationship and you are not completely healed is going to be a very traumatic experience for everyone involved. And it's unnecessary trauma. So let's be real. With that said, y'all, I'm going to stop right there. Like I said, we're probably going to get some male perspectives on Survivor's Guilt, their account of what they experience with women who are unhealed. I hope we have some, you know, just good info coming through. But like I said, this is probably going to be maybe a two or three part series. That was just part one. I hope that this resonated with you. I hope that you are able to relate to this subject because it is something that is near and dear to a lot of us that we honestly don't always acknowledge. So I want to take a moment to say thank you once again for your presence. I absolutely appreciate you. Please, please, please connect with me on social media. My Twitter handle is at no underscore Slater. That's at no underscore S-L-A-T-E-R. Or you can reach me on Instagram. My Instagram is at checkplease underscore podcast. Once again, at checkplease underscore podcast. And I hope that we are able to connect soon. Um, Once I get everything set up, you'll get a little visuals and all that good stuff. I'm trying to get cute for (laughs) y'all. No, ain't no try. I'm already cute. But you know what I'm saying. Um, You know, just working on everything. And more than anything, it's like... It's all love, it's all light, and it's all honesty because that is all we have at this point, right? That's all I got to give, and that is all that I will be given. No hate, no malicious intent. If this rubbed you the wrong way, good. That means you need to check in <laughs> and, and definitely check back in for the next, uh, for the next episode. 
But until then, peace, love, and light to us all. Y'all be great and be blessed. Oh, and also major shout out to my father who just turned 67 years young. I'm so absolutely blessed that he's still here, alive and well. I am absolutely grateful. All right, y'all. Until next time, peace. for tuning in to check please i would love to hear from you please feel free to leave a comment drop a topic that you would love for me to discuss and please share this with anyone you think could benefit from these dope reminders about self-love most importantly remember to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive all the episodes as they are released thank you so much again for joining me your hippie homegirl ari and i hope that you will join me again soon Peace, love, and light to us all.